Good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming, and I don't wanna leave me behind. Well, good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming, and I don't wanna leave me behind. Good morning. This is Pastor N. Y. G. Ferguson. And this is your program, A Word from Heaven. Heaven I know, and I don't want to leave me behind. Good news, good news, chariots coming. Good news, good news, chariots coming. Good news, good news, chariots coming, and I don't want to leave me behind. This morning, the scripture comes to us from the book of John, St. John 14, and I'll be reading verses 2 and 3. And I read, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Let us pray. Father, it's with pleasure we come to Thee, especially in this disconcerting time when so many problems occur. We face a pandemic, but not a pandemic alone, a world of unpredictability and possibilities and probabilities and liabilities and problems. And yet, we believe there is reason for hope. There is hope in Jesus. And so, Father, help those of us who have experienced disappointments come to realize that Jesus can and will take us out of disappointments. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you ever gone through a period of great personal disappointments, of letdown, or of personal defeat? When it happens, it's terrible, embarrassing, painful, not the sort of thing you want to remember. But God is such a master designer, creator, recreator, and developer that our disappointments may not look that way to him. You see, when you are in the presence of a master, bad is not necessarily bad. It's just an opportunity to improve the basic product. And so in the book of Romans, Romans 8 verse 28, the Bible says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. God builds us, rebuilds us, and reorganizes us reshapes us, and then remakes us. From a beautiful young lady turned prostitute, demon-possessed, and embarrassment, and fearful spectacle to friend, neighbor, and uh, well-wisher alike, 
God made Mary Magdalene into a shining example of faith for young Christians and even for old ones. From a Nazarite that hardly ever lived up to his Nazarite vow, God reconstructed Samson into a powerful example of faith, sainthood, and victory over evil when defeat seemed inevitable. God made a boy called David in early Israelite history into a giant killer. He made a supplanter, trickster, and cunning general into a giant example of righteousness and of how a penniless migrant can become a rich cattle rearer and a prince with God at the same time. God can make disappointments and embarrassments into examples of victory. He is the God of new beginnings who turns tragedy into triumphs. He took the children of Jacob, 12 young men of such a sort that many would not want to be named with them or even to be a part of them. These young men at one time had killed off a whole village of Shechemites because one of them had forced and had sex with their sister and they sold their own brother into slavery. And they did this because they couldn't all agree to kill him. But God took those children of Jacob and made them a lesson book to the world of what he could do with the uttermost, even with the worst and the least that come to him. The disciples were largely ordinary men from the lower classes of society. They were fishermen, a tax collector, a zealot, a few other men of little or no special renown or special class. Then Jesus gave them hope. He made them dream. He showed them how various sicknesses could be healed with a word or a touch or a prayer. And then he promised them great things in the future even life eternal and prominent positions in the kingdom that he would set up. And then in the midst of it all, he died. How would you feel if the one you pinned your life's hopes upon was executed on a cross? How would you feel if the one who you had come to believe to be the Messiah, the called one, the special one, the Christ, had just died? and that most of the things he had promised had not yet come to pass. Well, that was what the disciples faced, and in the midst of it all, Jesus left them a word of hope and assurance. He said to them, let not your heart be troubled. Don't get nervous or afraid because things don't seem to be working out the way you expected it. I am going to prepare a place for you. I'm saying it to you again. I am going to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye shall be also. Once I go, I will come again. My friends, it may, may seem unlikely. Yes, there is opportunity to doubt. There's a chance to doubt. You might even feel justified in doubting. But don't doubt. Believe him. Believe in him. Move at his command. Jesus is still the mighty God, the everlasting Father. Michael, the invincible prince. 
and he will bring peace and glory no matter what disappointment intervenes. Furthermore, he's trustworthy. Trust him. Go in his name. Victory can be yours. Victory will be yours. Victory must be yours. Go today in Jesus' name. We thank Thee for being with us and for blessing us. We thank Thee, Lord, for this message. Short message though it may be, but it basically points out the fact that things are not just as they seem. Our disappointments are not necessarily your disappointments. Sometimes our disappointments are your opportunities for remaking us into what you want us to be. Lord, help us to give ourselves to you and trust you no matter what, in Jesus' name, amen. Pastor in Roy Ferguson, and this has been your program, A Word from Heaven. Go out in Jesus' name. Move as the Christians of old move, even though the obstacles may seem insurmountable. God can do all things, and I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. God bless you.